Hi, book friends. This week we have with us Sheridan Ann. Welcome. Hi, thanks for having me. <laughs> no worries. We are very excited to speak with you. Now, based on your bio, we love that you have written that you are the author of all things dark, twisted and messed up. Sounds exactly <laughs> like our souls. So it's just really reaching out. I guess that it's, a, it's a everybody's soul at the moment. <laughs> Absolutely, yes, for sure. Um, but today, especially, we're going to talk about the Boys of Winter series, which, you know, we totally enjoyed reading. Um, and so we've got winter. And so it is, sorry, get into the to the category that would have fallen. It's like a dark romance, enemies to lovers, reverse harem. Mm-hmm. So we have winter and her four men. Uh, which which you have Cruz, Grayson, Carver, and King. Like, I don't really like to call Carver Dante. Um, and I don't. No. And, like, I just feel like King is not Hunter. Um, no, so. not. Which is why, like, I rarely use the names in it, but um, they just don't work as first names. Like, they don't. And, like, <laughs> even. Name, so. Even in yeah. um, the book where she's like, what was King's first name again? I'm like, yeah, what was it? <laughs> I, I put that in there because I couldn't remember his name. And I was like literally thinking, oh, shit, what is it? And I was like, yeah, I'll just write it down. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So. so how did you come about to writing this series? Like what inspired it? In... Um, it just kind of like popped into my head in the shower. Like it was just, <laughs> oh yeah, I could write like a secret society. And then it just evolved from that. And I, the, the few main thoughts that I wanted was that it had to be like a crap load darker than anything I'd done before. Um, and all I knew from the start is that I wanted it to have like really bad cliffhangers and <laughs> it pretty much evolved from there so um yeah I remember like in those early days and I'd I'd made like a cover for it which looking back now the one I made was awful like <laughs> so bad but I was like this is good <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't that um that very first cover I made had um, that skull that I have on it now. And so that skull was pretty much the inspiration that, that pretty much helped develop it all. So, um, yeah. I love the covers. Oh, I, beautiful. I, I have ordered them. I'm a little the bit obsessed with them. Yes. Yeah. I've ordered them in the foil uh, print and I've, oh, I saw all your um post today about them printing them yeah. I was like, oh my god can't wait I couldn't believe it when I saw them I wasn't sure how they were going to turn out but um they look so good I know they look awesome yeah so this is obviously a spoiler episode so everybody that's listening in has already read the books and on that yeah. basis I would just like to say you have some really dark shower thoughts <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I do all of my best thinking shower or shower. yeah, yeah. That's where it all happened. And you're like, I need to race home because I am not going to remember that. Or, you know, I can't 
like I can't just grab my phone and put it in. So um, a lot of the car thoughts get forgotten, but um, I try. I really try. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, I understand. They are good places for thinking. They are. Um, maybe you could do some voice recordings in the car, like, you know, yeah. write well, a note and then I just record it. Hopefully nobody finds it. Yeah, he, he's got this. Okay. Old okay. I guess, and it just sits up about there. So um, I told him I need one of them and then I could just like, you know, without getting in trouble. So yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. But then well, when I am in the car, it's usually got my kids in there too and I cannot say that out loud. <laughs> that is true. I don't know whether that would be appropriate. Any of the storyline. <laughs> yeah, I... I I don't think any of the storyline would be appropriate to... Maybe the ball part before any of the explosions occur. Oh, uh, when he's just walking up the yeah. stairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can share with them the first page. Yeah. <laughs> I know, like, I can't even remember what happens on the first page. But I'm pretty sure it's safe. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I idea, think, okay. yeah, I think it's pretty... Actually, no, she beats up four people, poor guys. Yeah, oh yes, she does. You can't even do that. I can really go there. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just wait. Wait till they're older. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So a bit of an overview. We've got Winter. Yeah. No, no, no last name. Uh, no. She's probably about 18. Like she thinks she's around about then. Yeah. In the vicinity. <laughs> Uh, and she kind of just blurts out her background at school, you know, yeah. in the classroom. Yeah. Uh, at that point, I was like, man, this chick is awesome. <laughs> I love her. I was like, this chick is screwed up. She's got some <laughs> issues big time. Yeah. And basically, you know, her parents are murdered. She's been in foster yeah. care. She's been moved around all over the country. And then she ends up with uh, Kurt and Irene, who won't let her eat any of their food. I mean, that's a bit harsh. Yeah. And uh, I really had to make them awful because absolutely. for what I meant for them, they had to be like awful. Oh, totally. And, you know, so, I get that. Take the girl's food away. <laughs> I know. Who does that? That is just harsh. But I mean, obviously, she's got some skills. Uh, she has nothing to her name except for a Ducati, which she won in a bet. Yeah. Although, you know, we find out further down the track that yeah, she didn't she actually win it. Yeah. I mean, you were thinking, wow, that's, that's yeah. pretty Yeah, there had to be some kind of reason why this poor girl had a Ducati. Like, it <laughs> didn't make sense. And a lot of people, um, you know, those do not finish reviews all said, you know, this girl has a Ducati. It doesn't make sense. I'm like, well, keep reading and you'll find out. <laughs> It will make sense to you soon. I think is like some of those, we were talking about this, I think maybe with um, with Cadence last week, it was like, it's a fantasy world. Like, why can't she have a yeah. Like, it's, I don't know. Well, and all those comments that say, you know, to read this book, you really have to suspend reality. Like, duh. It's a yeah. It's fiction. <laughs> exactly. I'm stuck at home. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, she's also got the brass knuckles. 
you know, her, her favourite thing. Which, yeah. Look, I was pretty excited that Grayson had left those for her when you find that out further down the track. Yeah, that wasn't planned at the start. It just kind of fell into place. So Absolutely. Um, and so she gets to Ravenwood Heights, meets like this BFF, Ember, and obviously the king. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I know. You know, I was a bit upset with Ember over all of that. All of that. I was too, and they tossed and tanned about bringing her back from that. But yeah, she couldn't. She couldn't be redeemed. Some things you just gotta, you know, <laughs> move on. Yeah. And, you know, Ember tells her all about the kings who, you know, rule school and everybody is scared of them and they just have this instant kind of... To know so much about them. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Instant connection. Not yeah. like, not in a in a good way, more in a like stalker, stalkery way. You're going to be my best friend no matter what kind of way. Yes, yes, yes. Um. And, like, I think I instantly fell in love with King, right? Because <laughs> he, like, shows up in her bedroom to warn her off, knocks, uh, and then just screws her brains out against the side of the house. And I was like, damn, hate sex. Like, Was it even hate sex? I was like, oh, okay, we're getting into it. It's fucking because- the house. It wasn't hate sex and it wasn't like, oh, I really like you sex. It was more just like, I've got an itch and you're going to scratch it. But I feel like it was, to an extent, it it was a bit angry though. It was a bit angry. (laughs) I think it it was also her way, like Winter's way of being like, I'm the dominant one here. You're just going to take a back seat and do what I want. (laughs) Yeah, but we both know that King can't do that. So no. he was kind of like, yeah, no, I'm going to rail you. Uh, and simple as that. And then like, wham, bam, done, still hate you, let's walk away. And, I mean, you know, that was the moment that I fell in love you know, with. Why does it always have to be, um, like, why does it always have to be I like you and you like me? 100%. No, it's not. I'm just, I'm all there for it because I'm like, you know what? They're both attracted to each other. They're like, look, I feel like we could have really hot sex. We did. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> right. It was fun. Let's move on now. Exactly. Yeah. Let's do it in the cupboard at school tomorrow. <laughs> so it's like- I know. And I must admit, the only thing <laughs> that, that also wasn't planned, that just happened. <laughs> I was glad it happened. I was totally there for it. <laughs> I know. The only thing I was disappointed about was that I really wanted them to have like a secret fuck fest going on for a lot of longer and like Carver yeah. to find out a little bit further down the track because I feel like yeah. it would have been even more epic. That would have been good, yeah. <laughs> I liked it that he was standing outside the door. I was like, oh, shit's going down there. Standing there like seething. Love Carver. And I haven't gone over this, like I haven't gone over book one again really since writing it. So, um. This is nice. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. But we've got a couple of big storylines throughout the book that carry on. So Mm -hmm. obviously, as you say, we've got the secret society. So all of a sudden, 
Here Comes Winter, who is Elodie Ravenwood, heir to the dynasty, secret society, you know. And I kind of think of, of their their houses to be a little bit like Stepford Wife houses, like on this yeah, like, like real creepy type. Like a compound, but like. Yeah, compound, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they've like, got you know, underground like stuff. Gated community that's like so exclusive that like just normal people can't come through and overly manicured lawns. Yeah. So um, how they get manicured, who knows? Because you don't see anybody there doing it. No, yeah. well, it's secret. It's all part of the secret. You know, <laughs> secret <laughs> manicuring of the lawns. Really well trimmed hedges, trees down the middle of the road. That's what I had in my head. <laughs> totally. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and you know they're all like oh yeah so there's there's a good side and a bad side of the secret society and you know just to fuck you up two of your you know love interests are on the good side and two are on the bad side yeah. and you know they're trying to kill you and they've been trying to kill yeah. you for years <laughs> why not but like I really don't like how I had it as like described as we're the good guys and they're the bad guys. But at the time of writing it, I just couldn't like come up with another way to say it. So that's I feel like it's the easiest way to describe it because ultimately they're all bad. You know, they're all murderers. Yeah. And in that, it was more like a let's explain this to her like she's a child because it's too complicated to give her the full rundown. So it's good versus bad. 100%. Yeah. She needed yeah. to, I think she needed it to be like that. Like, because there was a lot to unpack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a but, lot to unpack there for her. But then you've got Knox. So you meet Knox in the first book as well at the cemetery. Like, oh, he's a good guy. Yeah. I thought he was going to be a good guy. <laughs> when we do meet him at first, I thought he was a good guy. And I was like, yeah, sure. Maybe this can be the guy that, like, makes them jealous or you know but that's not it didn't go that way for them no that <laughs> I wasn't mean, they, their tried to, they tried to warn her in all fairness they're like stay yeah. away from him saying that I definitely do agree with her that their communication wasn't exactly clear, clear. Mm. no look these boys are not very good at communication no, no. and um the whole book could have just been solved straight up had they just said, hey, Winter, here's what's up. Right? But we do have to remember, I mean, initially we think these guys are like in high school with her, but obviously it comes out later that they're actually in their 20s. They don't even, they'd already graduated. They just sneakily went back to school. That was also another thing that just kind of happened because I realised, I think, was it book three that happened in? Um, yeah. I realised that they're just, they're too skilled and too hot, you know. They're just too far ahead in life to be 17. Too much. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, and yeah, the, I was like, I didn't go to school with dudes like this. Are sexy. So. <laughs> Let's make them a bit older. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. And I, I did like that about it. Um, so I guess like, you know, that they probably still do have a ways to go to learn those communication yeah. skills, mm. you know, to express themselves. But also being 
brought up the way that they were brought up, it's understandable yeah. that they don't. Like they don't have time for learning how to communicate with high school girls and stuff like that's I don't want to say beneath them but like it is you know yes absolutely absolutely so you know we end up finding out that Knox's uncle is a sex trafficker I mean things move pretty quickly for her from there because (laughs) (laughs) like they kidnapped down my bedroom window. I know. I'm like, Jesus, this girl has some really bad luck, uh, yeah. you know. And it was yeah. pretty harrowing, actually, that part. Like, the way that you wrote it, like, it was very, like, you could feel the anxiety. Yeah, well, that's why, like, I, I like to write it in a way that it makes you feel like you're the character and it's happening to you. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah, 100%. And you could feel that as well because, yeah, just like even like just down to the little details about the dripping water and, you know, those types of things just really recreated. I'm actually realising that I use dripping water a lot. (laughs) And so it's kind of become like a thing. Like even in this next book that I'm writing, I'm like, oh, let's stop the dripping. (laughs) (laughs) Much dripping. At some point in your life, you've been traumatized by the sound of dripping water, and it's clearly actually it was it came from a scene in Vikings. Yeah, um, you know this character was getting um, tortured by like this drip that would just come down. Oh my god! Yes, like over and over again, for, like he hours. was starved in the cave. Yeah, yeah. 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 I just I, I just can't remember his name. It was like ages ago. I saw it. Yeah, but um, oh I feel so. I feel it was like. like Loki or something like that. Loki, yeah. Um, That scene has just like stayed with me and I'm like. Oh, my God. I'm totally going to picture that from now on because, yes. Guns and, you know, make it different. So Yes. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Like that is traumatising. It is. And it doesn't sound it, but it would be. For sure. Yeah. So this is kind of when, I guess, like more of the dynasty stuff comes out because ultimately she gets saved by Carver. They pay $5 million and then they're like, well, that's dynasty money. They own you now. She's like, mm, okay, cool. Uh, I do to love explanation to that because at that point they were still hating each other. Yes. Yeah. But also I do love how she takes it so blase. She's like, cool well I'm gonna be off now I've got to go back to school I'm like yeah just got kidnapped I know (laughs) and then she goes and just beats up Knox and I'm like "Mm, I think he beats him up brutally murders Kurt like brutally murders him like that was describing quite a lot of people I did not think Kurt was gone Yeah, that was that but was. Know, she's fun. very. She doesn't think things through, no. and that was a big issue for her, like the whole way through the series. Which I think at the end, it wasn't completely overcome, but she was working on it. I feel like she started to mature. Plus, she had a lot more support around her, so you know, she started yeah. to realize she didn't just have to rely upon herself, yeah. which was nice. I liked that. Yeah. But also, like, I 
think the boys also needed her to see that that was like a part of herself, you know. Um, yeah. yeah, for sure. You know, but I think it kind of turned them on too. So, yeah, I think it did too. And <laughs> throughout all of the books, she gets <laughs> so on by them. <laughs> She's like, gets turned on by them killing everybody. She's like, oh my god, snappy snake, that's hot. <laughs> it's also like, should I be repulsed by this? The what? It's so hot. <laughs> right yeah well there is a part coming up that I want to yeah Beck and I discussed today <laughs> we're going to bring up but it's towards the end so we won't go on that part yeah. yet but um so there's one. quite a few things that go on in the first book but they yeah. threw her you know an 18th birthday because unfortunately oh, yeah. she missed her 18th birthday it was two months ago she didn't even know and Everyone they're like you know what let's make it a BDSM party. <laughs> and and then they were shocked. It's not like people were just like, oh, maybe the word, I can't remember what I said. Were they screwing? Or was it just I think like. It was quite sexual. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so basically, Grayson is there in all his glory with no mm-hmm. shirt on. And she's all like, hey, why don't you come and join us in a, in a you know bit of a foursome was well, yeah because by this this point she's already she's already sleeping with Cruz and and, and I love Cruz oh my yeah. god and she's like I've got five was it did she say I've got five holes I can handle it or yes. five she's got two hands two, two three holes yeah two hands three holes she's good yeah <laughs> like Grayson come on in and he's all like I'm moody and like I don't know if I can deal with this so he leaves and then her and Carver are like, hey, let's go and, you know, grind against the tree, mm-hmm. which every time she gets together with Carver, it's so fucking hot. So I was so frustrated for him every single time when he's like, no. He just really wanted to get it in there but just couldn't seal the deal. Like He was like, no, I cannot share. I'm like, you're just missing out. Like, Jeez. yes. Mm. And then, then, of that course. The push between her and Carver was like, I just... I loved it. So I just uh, kept it going as long as it I was good. Actually, there was a number of times that I thought that he was going to cut, like, you know, yeah. And he just, give it. he was so stubborn until the very end, but it, you know, it was needed, I but think, to balance the rest out. Yeah. But at this point, she gets, you know, ambushed in the forest by all of these hitmen, and then all of a sudden she's like realizes that you know the four boys are like crazy assassin you know which so hot <laughs> <laughs> um the other big thing is you know they she finds out that there's this giant underground compound i'm like firstly so awesome uh but secondly you know, they're like, oh, you need to be initiated into the, into this secret society. And she just, unfortunately, has a moment of non-thought and stabs somebody in the middle of the ballroom. Like I said, just before, she just, she's a little reckless and things just. Slightly. So. just doesn't get through. Yeah. So that did surprise me. Why has she got the dagger in her pocket? (laughs) And she's just like. she, didn't she have to like she had to do a blood, blood bond yeah 
but she took the dagger with her, which she wasn't meant to do, uh, you know, and obviously he gave her a reason. Yeah, he gave a reason, you know, like he just told her how he brutally murdered her parents and that he was going to take over and she was going to be his pawn and, you know, she had no no choice but to act there yeah. the surprising part because that's obviously the cliffhanger in book one the surprising part is carver's reaction mm-hmm. i was <laughs> like okay um he's not even putting it on as a show because she can't fucking breathe <laughs> yeah and i feel like you know i think his reaction was more out of look at the position you've just put me in now rather than i'm so pissed about my dad being dead Yes, so, but I think he got... But we don't really realise that. Right. Yeah, and I think even in his own mind, the two thought processes end up combining with each other because he wasn't sad about his dad. He he even said he was going to take his dad out. But then he kind of felt a little bit betrayed, like it should have been his... his it was his, his thing you know, to do. Thing to do. And, you know, but so he kind of just throws her under the bus. He... I think he was very conscious of also needing to put on a show for the people around him to see, um, you know, where his loyalties were going to lie, Um, which which obviously she doesn't understand that quite yet. No. And that's all well and good, except for when they go to the council meeting to do the vote and he brings up a private conversation (laughs) that none of the other ones know about. He didn't have to go that far. That was a bit spiteful. Yeah, well, he's a very spiteful kind of guy. <laughs> he kind of is. He kind of and is. If he's going to cross the line, then he's going to do it right back. But he's just as stubborn as she is. Yeah, he's definitely stubborn. So. <laughs> now, one of my favourite scenes is in book two, and it's the scene... <laughs> I can't I can't even remember why she's there but she goes in to like tell the guys off and it's when she sneaks in but they knew the whole time they knew she was there because like she was following them in the house and she goes in the shower she goes in yeah ends up getting it on with Cruz in the shower comes down in a towel just downstairs patiently waiting like you know waiting what do. Her, like where the fuck is she and then they're like did you have a shower isn't she in like she's in a towel she's in a towel and they're like did you just have a shower and she's like a duh he's like um it's a bit of a random time to have a shower isn't it (laughs) yeah king's like i'm sorry do you make it a point to sneak into people's houses and shower before they even know you're there it's like there was so many funny quotes i was like they were just saying that to to play along with her thinking that she's getting away with something they had to throw her off track because at that point she didn't know that they were tracking her every move yeah 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 no they know absolutely everything that's going on in those places so I actually loved actually talking about tracking (laughs) she was like what's next are you going to plan a tracker on me and then Carver's like would you be cool with that because we were actually talking about it last night She's like, just so it. oblivious to the fact that she's being smart. They on her Ducati, didn't they? They did the on her bike the yeah. whole time, the whole yeah. time. And they wanted they to implant one. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, her um, 
her luck doesn't change in this book, you know. She does get drowned pretty early on in the piece. Um, <laughs> That's why I forgot about that. <laughs> and she's, and I just love it because her thought process is just like, uh, yeah, so I would give the experience of drowning a one star. I, I wouldn't recommend it. I recommend. Do not recommend. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my God, she's such a smart ass. Oh, I did love her. I miss her. <laughs> she's hilarious. I just love all yeah. of her random thoughts. And also yeah. her logic a lot of the time. It just doesn't make sense. I'm it's like, so- <laughs> <laughs> That is probably just my trying to figure out how to make this work. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I do. I do like that. Mm. Um, Yes. So the other big thing there was when they go to the party and obviously she's still trying to get Carver to, you know, succumb to her feminine wiles uh, and so she's like dancing with Ember and she's like dancing all sexy. So he starts dancing with Sarah. Oh, so yeah. she goes over and just yeah. takes it up like a thousand percent, starts making yeah. out with Sarah. Until I think was like hmm. writing that it was more like a, I can take from you just like you take from me, pretty much. So yeah. um, she was definitely proving a point. But. I think it was definitely she was trying to prove she proved it she proved it because he he called chicken first uh and then she was like well I'm all amped up now so I'm just going to take king and cruise out just have a random threesome in the in the bush she does like to go into bushes a lot and have sex um I don't know if it'd be the most comfortable place but good no she's just ready to go whenever and that's good you know when you're 18 things just you know you were open to a bit more yeah this is when she overhears the voices isn't it when she's in the bush and she overhears oh, this is when she overhears jacob on yeah. the phone that so one? she she overheard the people in the bush back the one that you're talking about that was before she got drowned in the pool oh drowned the pool yeah, yeah. but That's this right. one she's just always she, in the bush the bushes no, this one's where she overhears Jacob, which is oh, Amber's yeah. boyfriend. in the bushes outside Cruz's house in the hedges. Yeah. Yes. Remember when that happens? Yeah, she, she hears a female voice and she's like, oh, that sounds familiar. Why is that familiar to me? And I'm like, at that so point. When she's with King, she find, she hears that voice. Then she almost yeah. drowns. She drags the body up the, up the compound oh, the bike. behind right. the bike. And then Cruz is like. <laughs> damn that made me really hot yes. uh seeing that body you know scraped yes. up all over the road let's have sex in the bush my house. yeah 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 hmm. while my yeah. mum's inside well my mum's hmm. inside yeah who yeah. probably just looking out the window because of the spectacle but that's fine and all the children <laughs> the kids out there playing <laughs> <laughs> it's a guided community that's really exclusive <laughs> yeah yeah hmm so they're just yeah. like, oh shit, Jacob's bad. Let's just snap his neck. Oh, that's yeah. his name, Jacob. <laughs> that's the one. That's yeah, the one. Jacob's yeah. Cardoni, That's the one. And you know, then she has to lie to Ember because at this stage she thinks Ember's all innocent. But mm-hmm. you know, all along she was working with Jacob, the nasty little cow. Mm. That's right. 
anyone. Oh, you can't. You can't. I know, it's the thing. Literally, there wasn't anybody she could trust. She really couldn't, no. No. No, because no, come like come book four and I'm like, who does this chick have? She's got no one. <laughs> She's got Cruz's mum at this point. That's all. <laughs> That's all she needs. That's all she's got. Mm. And the foster mum from like a million years oh, ago. Oh, yeah, Carly, yeah. Nothing yes. to do with anything. Carly, yes. I loved her. I think she needed that. She needed, needed somebody that. there. Absolutely. Mm. I did like the sexting part with Cruz and King as well, where she was like, <laughs> she did like the eggplant emojis and the donut. And then <laughs> and then she like took a picture of herself in lingerie and, and King was all like, I'll be there in 10 minutes. Oh, was this the, the don't touch one? Yeah. Yeah, I think That's so. Her bed and she's like, don't touch. Yes. Yes. But at yeah. first, her and Cruz are just fooling around. So she takes a picture of that, and King was still meant to be 10 minutes out. And he's like, don't, he's like yeah, don't get started without me. They're like, yeah, that's Cruz right. like, yeah look, I'll give him 30 seconds. That's about it. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't care. I'm getting started. You run fast. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I love I love their dynamic and their banter. Yeah. It's just so hilarious. Well, I and think they would it, like be so proud. needed that lightness from her because everything else was so dark so yes absolutely absolutely she just gets sassier and sassier though in each book like like, book four I'm like I can't even deal with anything that comes out of her (laughs) I've highlighted so many things that have just (laughs) I know but she they all have secret rooms in their house which I'm very intrigued by because I'd really love to have a secret room (laughs) I, it got to the end of the series and I'm like, have I overdone the secret room? No, I don't think you can overdo secret it's rooms. A secret society needs secret rooms. Secret rooms. Oh, I really but, you know, Carver knew exactly where her parents' secret room was. So they're not really like that secret. No, but in saying that, he did have like quite a few years that he could have investigated that house. Very mm. true. Yeah. Would have so just walked have. around the walls. Just like walls for hours on end. Yeah. You know, because apparently true. they all had access to her house that whole time. Mm. You know. Yeah. So mm. and, well, apparently everybody else did too. So yes, that's that <laughs> that is the truth. Yeah. Um now I must say, the moment when her and Grayson have sex for the first time. Oh, oh my god. god. Firstly, I love the fact that she constantly refers to him as having a monster cock. <laughs> and then he's pierced. I'm just like, oh, my God. But uh, at the tattoo parlour. <laughs> I love that scene. Like, it's so, so good. And I loved it because there were people banging on the door and they were just like, well, we've started now, so you've got to finish. Makes no sense. Let's go out the window. Yeah, obviously. It's not like they know who I am. Didn't just get a tattoo here. <laughs> and, and he just doesn't care. No. Grayson really doesn't care. And actually, like, like because at the start, he's just all broody and angry and stuff like that. But then you find out that yeah. other side of him where he's, you know, kind of been following her for so long. He's fallen in love with her. He's, he's just a creepy stalker, really. I know. But also so lovely and (laughs) and then you know it's just really that he loves her he wants her but 
he didn't think he could have her and he just doesn't give a shit what anyone else thinks. So yeah. I really do like him. Like, and then I like how Carver's like, oh, fuck's sake. You've, you've <laughs> given in as well. Great. You know, I thought we were meant to be on the same side here, but no. Yeah. No. Great. Now I've got to hold out for longer by myself. <laughs> well, it's a yeah. problem. He brought it on himself. True, true. Shouldn't have tried to strangle her. I think it no. probably progressed a bit. <laughs> mm, he, did, he did make things a little bit worse for himself. Yeah, he did. Yeah. And I think in this book as well, this is when they decide to go take out Sam. So she's just like taking a bit like of a stand. Finally. I know. She's like, look, Dynasty needs to step the fuck up. I don't care about mm. you. We're going to do the right things. So they go, they blow up Sam's house. He's got four <laughs> like girls there. Um, and they're like, look, I think we'll need to, you know, try and track these girls down and save them. So that kind of becomes like their mission in the background along yeah. the way as well. Which I really did love that because I think they kind of all needed a bit of an outlet outside of everything. Yeah, well, that would be, it would be naive to think that she would have been the only one that he's ever done that with and that, yes, you know, there would have been others and, you know, not everyone is going to be as lucky as she was to have, you know, these oh, guys. Um, and, like, at that place that Sam did have her, there were other girls there, so... Exactly. Yeah. yeah, so I did like that they kind of, you know, had that there as their mission yeah. to to do it. And, yeah. and especially Cruz, I feel like it really gave Cruz a purpose. Yeah. Mm. A lot of stuff happens over the next kind of book, but like in really quick succession, because yeah. they have this I had a lot that I had to get through. Annual ball or you know, whatever where they go and you know, oh, the ball, and uh, you know, they're walking down the staircase and it gets blown the fuck up. Like, they didn't even let her enjoy the ball first. I know, but the horrible part was like, she got all pretty, all dressed up, and they she were all stuck in there. Like, that was, I was feeling like so claustrophobic. <laughs> like, oh god, they're and stuck. I, How do they get out? And I thought at that point when I was writing, I was like, how can I get them out of here? <laughs> I was like, it's stuck in the room. There's no way out. <laughs> it's a tunnel. A secret yeah. tunnel. A secret yeah. tunnel. Yeah. I do <laughs> love that they had the blueprint. Tunnels. Yes. But then they're like, okay, shit, we need to go find out who, who did that. And Tobias just gets poisoned. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, Toby, what's happening? <laughs> I know. And the whole time I'm like trying to track what's going on. Like, okay, so we've got this one. Who did that? Who did this? But then yeah. it comes out that it was the boys all along that just murdered him, mm-hmm. which, I mean, King did you know, pretty good acting. on a good show. He's like, no, don't drink. I know. I'm like, how do you know? You know, King put on a good show too because he knew it was happening and he was fully like, no, dad, don't leave me. And he was all like, sad. Yeah. Wow. They did a good job of that. that. I had absolutely no idea who did it. (laughs) I was like, how can I make it convincing that it actually was them? 
Yeah. Well, look, I mean, he was a bad egg all along. So, and he was pretty, pretty good at it. Like, you know, convincing everybody that he was on the good side. I really like um, Denard over whether he was going to be good or bad. Like even up until the point where he died, I still didn't know if he was going to be good or bad. And I'm like, oh, yeah. (laughs) I'll work it out. He could be bad. He could be good. We'll see. But also, that's someone else that 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 she really trusted. <laughs> I know. She yeah. just yeah. Stabbed her like, literally like stab, stab, stab. Who's next? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. And then the biggest shock, I think, is there's someone in her house, and then all of a sudden she's like, "Oh my god." It's my mum. Like, what's my mum? Oh my God, her mum's alive. How did this happen? Yeah, I was thinking because when she hears that female voice at the time, I was like, I bet you her mum is actually alive. And then when you when that was written in there, I was like, Yes, I knew it. But then but then when it was like, no, she's a twin, I'm like, didn't see it. (laughs) God damn it. You know, I was getting somewhere. So I also didn't see like Carver like shooting her in the stomach and her almost dying yeah <laughs> not see that part coming well, I at all. A bit of dramatic in my books oh for sure just so I mean, this is dark. still the same book but <laughs> 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 i was so we're into book three now we're into book three. Oh my god yeah but it's like book three was quite intense yes so <sighs> you've got that you've got the whole bombshell of oh no her mum is actually dead she has a twin sister, Paris. So there's London and Paris. <laughs> I'm so glad somebody picked up on that. Nobody has said anything about that. Really? I was like, oh, I, really oh. I was like how cool would that be? They are twins, London and Paris. <laughs> I love it. Yes. And, um, you know, Paris is the evil twin. And she's been having an affair all along with Michael Harding, who's on the mm. bad side of Dynasty. Yeah. And this is when it all comes out. <gasps> she's pregnant. Who's the baby? But I thought it was hilarious because they she shows the photo to the to the committee. And then no one actually says anything about like, hang on, this chick's pregnant. Where's the kid? Yeah, nobody um, thought about that. No one thought about that for a little while. I don't think she even thought about that for ages, but I do like how in her mind, she's like, you know what? I found this photo. I must immediately go out in the middle of the night and confront him. Yeah. You know, and then she gets stabbed. Again, she doesn't learn her lesson. Don't go out in the middle of the night. By yourself. <laughs> get stabbed. Uh, and, you know, then. They decide and we go back to the she's a little reckless a little bit and also a little unhinged just yeah uh, but also we she like stalked him through the house or like she did something to make it a bit creepy didn't she she just slammed she through the, the front door and then she sat in his office yeah she's <laughs> she waiting for him <laughs> waiting for him to come down but then you find out doesn't Sarah follow her there? You find that out a little bit, yeah. like Sarah's like, and doesn't she? Sarah, she must have been watching her through a window, or yeah, she, she was obviously at her house first. Sarah yeah. was a crazy, crazy that I did not see coming. Like she sexually assaulted her at a party after drugging her, 
which Knox gave her the drugs for because he's alive. He's not dead. Jesus. He didn't die in the and, and he tried to take them out on the road. Poor Cruz. He got busted up trying to save her life. Like, oh my God. Yeah, she hasn't had much luck for a long while there in the book. No. Uh, in book three, I'm just kind of wondering if they're all just she was still getting nailed good. So like she was up. having a lot of great sex. She was. But yes, that that is agreed. And a lot of near misses with Carver. Um, I do love how they save the dog and she decides to call it Lady Dante. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm like, she's such a bitch. <laughs> but it's so funny. Yeah. But then of course. Poor Lady Dante gets brutally murdered as well. Like she doesn't get yeah. to have people around very often. No. Yeah, and I feel like I really didn't want to put that in, but like I, I wrote it and I was like, well, I'm too late now. It's done. And I was like, oh, I just won't describe it in detail. <laughs> yeah. I mean, wasn't it stomach cut completely? It was pretty much <laughs> later. That came later. I thought about it and I was like, yeah. I won't describe it in detail. Mm, yes, I will. Uh, <laughs> and then there was a message written in the dog's blood on the wall. <laughs> it's pretty detailed. Yeah. Like you're next or something next. like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, you know, the house was ransacked, but that was actually done by two different people. So Sarah admits yeah. at the end that she ransacked the house, but Knox came in to kill the dog after the fact. So... Yeah. You know, it's all a little bit twisted there. Yeah. And, you know, we're getting towards the end of book three. And so Amber comes in. She's like, well, guess what? I'm the true heir to the Harding seat. And, you know, they're all like, fuck, she's there. And um, they they decide to have another party. I just don't think they've learned about these parties yet. This one's to celebrate Cruz saving one of the traffic oh, girls. Yeah, yes, his mom wanted to throw him a party and say, oh, you did well, pat on the back. Yeah, and so this is when she finds, that's when she actually found the, the poison and she sees um, Grayson's dad talking to Cruz's oh, oh, dad. And then his mom, what's his mom? And then his mom, Ida. Ida. Mm. She comes back into town and she's all like, yeah, well, don't date my son and so winter's like well oh, I'm already gonna kill him. yeah Winter's like i'm already knocked up with his kid she's like well i'll kill you and the kid but if you tell him i'll kill him I'm like mm, i just don't know if your logic's good there either like <laughs> it wasn't but it was more like a threat to her that i will take away oh to, yeah somebody you, you know yeah, yeah. And at that okay. point in time, all of their phone alarms go off because her house is being surrounded by more hitmen. Like, gosh, just, Paris has just got a whole heap of hitmen on the on the payroll. Like, I know. And like, I don't know. She's got a lot of network going on. But they were like, shit, we need to get out of here, but we've got to get everybody safe. So, you know, they warn everybody, get everybody safe. They storm out of there. And this is your biggest cliffhanger so far. <laughs> they get to the cabin. Oh. She's like, I'm going to go pick my room out. And then they blow it the fuck up. How trivial is that though? She's like, which is the best room? Oh. <laughs> I, know, oh I, was living, I was like, what the hell? <laughs> I, I was like, totally gutted. I'm like, I don't, I don't understand what's going on here. And then like, 
the forest. Like I, was, I was legit laughing when I wrote that. I was like, oh my God, but this is going to be good. I actually thought it was so convincing because when they're in the, when the guys approach her, and she's like, I was in the cellar. And then, and Cruz was real dodgy. He's like, why were you there? And then she yeah. that's when they say about Tobias, that they killed Tobias. Yeah. And I'm like, these dudes are going to, like, do something. Like, they're being real sketchy. And then yeah. Cruz was sketchy at the cabin, but turns out that was just a coincidence. He wasn't really yeah, sketchy. Yeah, so that sketchiness, like, when they found out, like, that when she ran up with the um, the poison was, like, you know, must have been busted or whatever. Um, Like I think that sketchiness was more like a, okay, prepare yourself. We're about to tell you something. Yes. We're busted now. We've got to admit that we did something behind your back. Yeah. I felt their betrayal. Again, doing something without her. I did feel their betrayal deep as well, Beck. Um, I really did. I was like. She still thought that he was good. Yes. And, you know, she ends up back in the damn forest. She's running for her life. <laughs> Again, and in the dark. She's in the dark. She may just get like a little sleeping bag next time. Hava is hunting her. She needs a little backpack just with some, <laughs> just some necessities. Like, necessities, a, like a little go bag every time she leaves the house. Bottle of water. Yeah. I know. She does need it. But, yeah, Carver is hunting her. And so this was the part that Beck and I were talking about today because whilst you're, like, so <laughs> terrified, Carver for some like... reason, Carver's like, come out, little rabbit. We've got to talk. I'm going to find you. And I'm kind of like, what are you going to oh, do? Oh, I was like, it sounds like he's about to kill her. Yes. And, you know, and that's what was already in her head. I I know, but I was all like, why like, do oh, I find you so hot? Okay, this isn't so- <laughs> I I was like, I loved like her dialogue where she's like panicking and she's absolutely terrified. And then she's like, but just on a side note, why is he calling me little rabbit? (laughs) (laughs) I know. Her thought process cracks me up. And then even in the cabin that she runs into, I'm like, oh my God, I hope he finds her. I hope he finds her. But I really don't want him to find her. (laughs) I know. I was very convicted. But at the same time, like, how how does she fit in that little cupboard? I know. I was picturing this tiny fucking cupboard. I'm like, this. She does. She just does. She's in there. She's tiny. She's got practice being bent into other, you know, little, little, every every little way. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, we end up finding out, like, of course they didn't betray her. You know, their siblings were taken and how could anybody ever think that they would i know i know you you knew there had to be a reason behind it but you were just like damn that was brutal uh but i do love the way that grayson says sorry um you know he just takes her into the closet and he's just like you're gonna shut up i'm gonna fuck you and then we're never gonna talk about this ever again and he just absolutely rails her he's just like Mm. you needed that now get over it and I'm like she's like yes I love you yes I'm like okay Grayson (laughs) yeah whereas Chris is all like like, please forgive me no (laughs) he's like I'm gonna fuck you 
and you're not going to scream. You're not going to tell me no. You're just going to take it. Yeah, he fucked and her. And love it. And ultimately, she was like, "Fine, that's yeah. resolved. But we'll never speak of it again." Yeah, we are good. <laughs> yeah. I did I did love that part I was waiting for Beck to get to it I'm like oh my gosh she's gonna love this part so much (laughs) because of course you know this was after her fake funeral where she had to make a dramatic entrance by standing up on top of the coffin in a red leather dress (laughs) that had to get like shimmied over her head yeah I appreciated the detail in putting on and taking off the dress because I'm like that's got to be hard like I've never but I've seen yeah not easy and I love that yeah two of them like literally had to strategize how to get her in to the dress yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. it was quite deep. and then there's a part yeah. where she's like oh no like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes I love that okay so they saved the kids obviously they weren't going to get hurt um and you know but even though they've subdued ember and decided just to wipe her line family line out of dynasty altogether bloody ida she's just gotten away she's gone and told paris that they're still this she's still alive paris is just like messed in the head like her chapter with her two guards oh my god I know. I actually just read that to my husband. I'm like, oh my goodness. Like, and I was like, I mean, she's demanding, isn't she? And he's like, wow. (laughs) Yeah, she's she's like, I wanted the reader to be like disgusted. Yes. As we're reading it. Yeah. Like, I was. (laughs) Yeah, no, she was definitely fucked in the head. Uh, but you know, there's a few more like times throughout the book that she just seems to just be popping up like a cockroach. She's always there, yeah. never dying. You know, yeah. she, does she not die? Everybody else dies. She just doesn't die. No. no. And <laughs> I mean, they go to another ball. Um, they do like to throw their fancy soirees because they're obviously got to announce their two new families. Um, yeah. And she decides that she's going to, you know, throw throw down the gauntlet and say, "You to cruise, you need to fuck me in public without nobody noticing what we're doing." <laughs> so he's like, "Yeah, let's go behind this sheer curtain." And she's like, "Well, it's partially obscured, so you know, you'll only get half of the prize." <laughs> and then. Obviously. And then she describes in great detail how his cum is just running down her leg. Oh, no, and she's got to get up and do this. shoes. Yes, yes. I and love that. Envisioning it because she's like, I'm standing behind the, you know, the dais and I'm trying not to let anybody see because I've got a really high split up my dress and it's dripping into my shoes. And I'm like, oh, my God, so gross. <laughs> I know, and Cruz was like, just going, "Excuse me, I'm just gonna clean myself up." I know, and then she just kind of edge out, like, "I've just got to go to the bathroom." <laughs> of course, bloody Ember and her mama there, ready to kidnap her out. <laughs> Another secret passage. Clean herself up first. Yes, yeah, and you know, but she gets the better of them that time, and I think Ember does redeem herself a little when you know she gets beat up and they save her and then 
she writes that lovely little note before How she... How is that her redeeming herself? Like, 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 up. Yeah. She redeems herself because she's like, you know, basically like, sorry. I'm running go, away. Go You're kill my mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> should leave you. Well, yeah. I'm no longer going to try and kill you anymore, so I guess that's the redeeming part. <laughs> we forgot my other favourite part when she they're they're trying they're um, discussing what they're going to do around the table, and then she just slides under and then goes and gives. Literally, just two days ago, I was going to post about this one, but I um I controlled myself. Um, somebody, I got a one star review. Um, they'd read the whole series up to that point and then said it's disgusting it's filthy and I got a one star that was, like, that was the bad part that was the, the blowjob under the table <laughs> I was like are you kidding like this is amazing <laughs> I loved the fact that she was doing it and Harvard had to sit on the other side of the table and know what was going on and Oh. And I love like how you explained how she came back up with Lucy. She's like, are they looking? <laughs> what I don't understand that. Like the spa scene was like extremely hot with Grace and Akava, so I don't really know how her. Wanted, I specifically like wanted it to be those two because they're like the dark, you know, dark souls, dark, yeah. the dark ones, uh, and. I, the, had to it had to happen with just those two yes absolutely. It, it was my fate like favorite and then the ta- under the table scene but like to like not to finish in book four at that point it's like come on you what the hell that's ridiculous yeah and then I think she has this thought like if whoever was sitting next to king if he could just move and Carver could come in then it'll be like a two for one deal yeah you know exactly it makes a lot of sense Mm. I also found it really hot when they were teaching her how to drive and then they ended up in the car like chase yeah and then like King just like props her out the window her around the car yeah and he just props her out the window onto Cruz's lap on on the motorbike right next door I'm like oh my god they're so skilled yeah (laughs) so competent but then they would have just like had it handled, like oh for sure, for sure. And it just happened to be on her Ducati as well. Yeah, that she did not know they'd rescued. Obviously, okay. again, the Ducati lives. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then obviously the lot, the two big finales. So, firstly, they go and kill Knox at the school. Finally, um, and then they have like a wicked school. long gangbang. Yeah. Mm. yeah. In the shower. Finally, group activity. It was really hard to write because I had to like picture where every limb was. I do not know how you keep all that straight in your head. (laughs) I was nearly about to start drawing stick figures just to like (laughs) keep it straight. But yeah, no, I, um, yeah, I do like how she was like the next day, oh, I need an ice pack. <laughs> I can't even think of what she called it. A dictical? A dictical. Like a- yeah, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. 
but it, that's when she when Cruz when Cruz um snaps Knox's neck and then she's like oh that's so hot I'm like, so <laughs> oh do that again but she's pretty dark too because then when they go to by this point she's just like she looks for it now mm. oh she does and because when they go to kill Paris she like shoves a grenade into her chest and blows her up I mean, it had to be a big ending for her so it couldn't oh, just sure. be like a simple you know bullet or you know it had to be spectacular oh absolutely you, yeah you know she's got to get the she's got to get the big finale like she's been through a lot and know, Ida too we're finally getting her. she's like hey king come here give me one of these yeah and Ida, yeah, Ida gets killed because she tries to kill Carver. Oh, yeah, and he finally oh, Carver. stabs her in the stomach. Yeah. And then again, she's like, oh, so hot. <laughs> uh, I did highlight the fact that Cruz's mum's like, while you guys are out, I'm just going to watch this um, historical romance, <laughs> Sex Life. And... <laughs> And then, and then she's like, yeah, well, make sure you pay particular attention to episode three. It's really important. Yeah, very important. It's a big moment. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I love that. Yeah. And I also highlighted the quote where Cruz is like, uh, like being really cocky and he's like, yeah, I'm a fucking God. I'm sexy as sin with the ability to fuck like the devil. Plus I'm in my Beckham suit. Like, it's just like, I'm, I like, like, yeah, I'm talking about, right? <laughs> like the, the royal wedding. Yeah. Then, the king, right. the best, and, oh. Yeah. I know which one you're talking about. That's his suit. That <laughs> yes. <is>. Yeah. <laughs> that <is his> suit. <laughs> yeah. I do love, I do love some cruise. Do love me some cruise. Yeah. No, I think, um, when Carver and Winter finally happened in, I can't even remember whose house they were at, one of them, there's so many of them, who knows, <laughs> when they finally um, sealed the deal. It was like a long time coming. Oh, my God, yes. When they finally did, I was like, oh. Time. This was had me. to happen eventually. Yeah, it was in book three, so we yeah. didn't have to wait a while. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he had a lot to get over. I was planning on to have it in book four, but I was like, oh, I just can't, like, I can't make it last any longer. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, no. <gasps> so do you have a favourite character from the series? Definitely Carver. 100% Carver. He's just, yeah. he's so complicated and messed up and dark and good. He's just a bit of everything. And yeah. it's all just wrapped up in this one messed up bow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. He's very, um... he's like the most alpha, most possessive. He's a bit of an enigma, isn't he? Yeah. I just thought he was sweet with his sisters. I was like, oh. oh, I know. I did like that side of him. 
identity. That's what I mean. He's so complex. I love how he just so easily took them on. He's like, yep, they're just mine now. Like, fuck you, yeah. mum. I'm going to take them. And, you know, and then there wasn't even a real, oh, no, there was a conversation, wasn't there? And he was like, if it's not okay, we'll just go somewhere else. I like yeah, that. it was like they were Consider already it. in the house at that point. She was point. like, I'm going to let you go. <laughs> Yeah, no, I I would have been quite disappointed in her at that point if she kicked them out. So I'm glad she didn't. Do you have a favorite series or book that you've written so far? Hmm. Tricky one. I'm looking at my, my shelf over there trying to figure it out. <laughs> but um it's a it's a tricky question because up until Rejects Paradise, everything before that was just it was a little cleaner, a little lighter. But then once I started Reject Paradise, I wanted to start like really pushing the boundaries and, you know, going a little darker. So um, that one, Reject Paradise, and that was, that was fun to write. But then... Um, Boys of Boys <laughs> That one just, you know... It's opened me up to like reverse harem and and I really enjoyed writing that. So Absolutely. yeah, now I'll go back once to go to reverse harem. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's so <laughs> funny because when we started doing this podcast, because we'd already been really well into the dark romance and the reverse harems, and yeah. we'll we'll just have to start just reviewing light books. Like we don't know if every anyone else is gonna. <laughs> anyway it never happened we never did it and so we're like no there's there's definitely people who love it yeah too. So, oh yeah definitely and then I even said to Amanda I'm like we need to review a book that's not reverse <laughs> it was so hard it's just like it's what's on trend right now and like it's just what everybody wants oh yeah. sure yeah. yeah and so what are you working currently on at the moment my new one, Depraved Sinners, and it's just, it's like, forgot it again, Boys of Winter, but like, worse. So <laughs> like, it's going to be dark on its reverse harem? Look, what I can say, because this is going to be obvious from the blurb, which I also have not told anybody about yet, um, pretty much... She's going to be kidnapped from these brothers by these brothers um, and taken to their, let's call it a house for now. I don't want to. That's I thought you were going to say Lair for some reason. I thought you were going to say Lair. We're going to call it a house. Um, and she's going to be held there for however long they deem necessary and they are they are messed up in the head but not in like a carver kind of way they're messed in the head as in more of a Sarah and um Paris kind of way so they are going to they're going to get their rocks off by fucking with her yeah pretty much I mean I feel like it might be a little bit apparent in the name of the book as well. 
psychos. They are psychos. Like <laughs> they need to be in straight jackets and some. You know they um. They're mafia sons. I don't know if I've said that yet. Exclusive. <laughs> but they are um. So they are the sons of a mafia boss. And they've got too much money. I didn't know. I, I can't say anything. Anything more? I appreciate very, that. That's a pretty good exclusive. Very dark and very um, very bloody. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. <laughs> well, look, I'm very intrigued and definitely interested. <laughs> I mean, the book itself looks amazing. Like I've seen the um, posts that you've done about it. So, yes, that's exciting. So when are we expecting that one? Well, I've been writing Chapter 6 for a week and a half now. (laughs) I really don't know. But then I wrote the first five chapters in two days. So it it could be soon or it could be like three years from now. So cool. So we'll just leave it open ended at the end of November. Um, but generally, you know, I put my pre-orders up as a that's the the furthest date I would possibly like ever release it. So okay. I would very much try to get a lot earlier than that. So. Awesome. Well, that will be very exciting. This lockdown is really killing me. Yes. Yeah. We'll see. It's a surprise to me too. <laughs> I love that. We don't know. We'll just go with the flow on that. Really? <laughs> Author spotlight. All right. Fun questions. These are the hard ones though. These always seem to be the hardest for anyone to answer. So, okay. Favorite writing snack. Do you have a favorite snack or drink when you're writing? Look, for a drink, I'm very much a Coca-Cola girl, but I actually don't really like it, but it keeps me up till like 3 a.m. So, you know, I can write a lot when I'm high on that. Um, but Maltesers, I like Maltesers. Oh, Maltesers so good. good. <laughs> you know, you just like, it's one of those snacks you don't have to stop to like goop or like you know you just yeah I approve of the snacks and drinks that's good choice choice. I was like that's literally Amanda's (laughs) go-to I think both fails like what I feel like Maltese it's got like that crunchiness and the sweet and the chocolate yeah you can just like suck on it like I suck on yes I suck on Maltese and like once it's what's this whatever that stuff is inside and then I would like on that and then it kind of like sticks to your tongue yeah like I literally was gonna say that I'm like she's gonna think I'm a creep <laughs> I was literally thinking oh my god if I say this it's gonna be weird <laughs> I no look say- anything goes anything goes here you should know that there's no yeah that's <laughs> why they're so versatile you can I just punch him so it's mm. fine <laughs> And I'm not hiding it. So, <laughs> what is your favorite color? 
yellow. I feel like yellow is like, a really happy color. Not like bright yellow, like sun yellow, like a nice baby yellow. Baby yellow. Baby yellow. Yeah. Like, like I made the mistake of telling my daughter that. And now she she brings me all the yellow lollies. And like, <laughs> I like. Yeah, the yellow oh, lollies are probably the worst in all yeah, the, the different types of lollies. <laughs> Look what wonderful thing I've done for you. It's yellow. Thank you. Thank you. There is a last colour left in the bowl. Your red one. <laughs> yes, red is the best. Yeah. Okay. If you were a chair, which celebrity would you like to sit on you? Look, I can't <laughs> say no to Liam Hemsworth. He's oh. like my guy. Yeah. But lately, lately I've been levelling up to Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> I mean, and here's the, the whole premise behind the brother storyline right <laughs> you know they got another brother so that'll work they do i think they've got two other brothers don't they i think it's one luke i think it's yeah. just one i thought there was three like kind of talented but and i one think he's brother. like a bit short and a little bit like yeah he doesn't have the you know <laughs> well, maybe i don't know but <laughs> he's not tall do you, no, but do you know who else is? And I, you know, previously it probably would have been bad, but now he is definitely a man like Zach Efron. It's like he's eh. he, like just his body. You're like, where did that come from? Yeah, but he's a bit hairy for me. <laughs> he is real hairy. <laughs> and I think that there's something about his eyebrows that I just I don't. He's got a real hard, sharp face. It's like, a, it's like he's got a square. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I used to be like a really hardcore um Jason Momoa fan. Oh um, yes. Over that now. Yeah. I I did uh when I was um because sometimes I work in the city and he was there shopping with his entourage in the middle of summer and he had this giant fur coat on. I'm like, what's going on? It's a bit like weird i think he's a big dude too he's so tall like he stands out you're like can't miss him i'm like but yeah especially not with the fur coat (laughs) that's what i mean i'm like who's this clown trying to pull off a little bit hippie but like it's just not missing the mark it doesn't work would you rather dominate or be dominated (laughs) <laughs> um, I, this is a really tricky question because if somebody tried that shit on me like I would not take that well but then I'm a very shy person and I wouldn't be able to actually dominate somebody without um laughing or being like you do it you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah so we're just gonna go for neither then <laughs> neither like oh that's cool that's cool 
We're mm. open. We're open to the answers. Okay. You know, when I when I think of like that, I think of like full on BDSM like outfit kind of thing. And I think I would just like if I saw my husband in that, I would just laugh. Like I don't think it has to be like that. It could be like Fifty Shades of Grey with the jeans and no top situation dominate that's like where my head goes like it's not like it's so mr gray it's like gimp suits dominatrix <laughs> leather whip. yeah i get it that's where i go as well i don't um, know what they call one of those things and you gotta like chain your arms up and then it like spins oh like, the cross thing um yeah but they, it's like on a wheel yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that would make me dizzy too i wouldn't like it no. no no those those things remind me of like you know those magic tricks or they not i don't know and they like throw knives at the girl yeah. yes. yes it's probably that's, the exact same contraption that's, yeah that's what it reminds me of and i'm on mm-hmm. purpose yeah. <laughs> yeah or you know who's in who in who in the fourth book has the baby king <laughs> oh, 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 oh um and um, Ernie, a little guy, Ernie. Yes, he's got. I love that. I love that Karma was like, we will never speak of this again. Never Never again. I think like I'm still not even decided on what he actually saw in there because he seemed to like at the start he was okay talking about like that's what he was into. And he said wrong room, so I feel like. Wrong room, he's obviously seen something else that yeah he was quite traumatized you know it it traumatized him and winter just thought that was hilarious i did too (laughs) i know (laughs) okay this is a hard one fuck marry kill date carver king cruise and grayson Somebody. Cadence Cadence didn't kill any of her people last week. She said no. Yeah, she's like, fuck all of them, marry none of them. (laughs) Well, look, obviously any anybody's gonna choose to fuck Grayson because obviously. 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 (laughs) But marry. Marry, you have to marry Cruz because Yeah, he'd be so romantic and like oh, I know. He'd really look after you. Who do you kill between Carver and King? What what's the date? You know what? I'd date Carver because like that would just be so much fun. Oh, but would he be fun or would he just sit there like like brooding and just like stare at you i feel like king would be better to date king would take you on a fun date yes and then he'd try and like screw you behind a wall or like yeah exactly that's what i'm saying it'd be a good date but then you can't kill carver well you could fake his death i could i'm very good you could you could fake killing yeah 
Yeah. He, yeah. he did well with the fake killing, so. Mm. Well, we didn't see his funeral, so we can still go to that. So. Yeah. True. We can just bring him back. <laughs> so is that what we're thinking? We're thinking like faking his death. Faking, fake fake kill. Yeah, fake no, death. We'll fake his death. But like, oh. who could really kill Carl? Like, even if they wanted to kill he's him. extremely skilled. Like, he just couldn't. No. No, he's invincible. He could just, yeah. Yeah. He's, like, on crack all the time. Mm. He's just, yeah. So you fake his death and then he can join in to your marriage. With well, he could go to any of the other things. Yeah. Yeah. Or he could just join in on the fuck fest with Grayson. Yes. Because that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm there for in it. A- in the jacuzzi, yeah, in particular. Uh, I, know, like, I now have to top all those scenes for this next series and I have no idea. Yeah, that's going to be tough. I don't like, envy I, that. I feel like I've, I pulled out all the, I don't know the saying. What's the saying? Pulled out pulled all out the stops. stops. I think that's mm-hmm. the saying, yeah. I think that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> but now, like, what do I do? Yeah, that's that's tough. I've done my plot, so I'm pretty excited. I've done like the whole. I know exactly what's going to happen in this one, but I have no idea what would happen after that. So how know. many how many books are going to be in the series? There's four. Four. four books. I like four. It seems to be my number at the moment. I always do four. I think it's a nice amount. I think you can yeah. get a lot. Like you can tell a lot of story in that amount mm. yeah yeah but then like five I, I feel like five readers start falling off and like five is a big commitment yes like for, for like the reader and an author so four it's just like that happy happy place i agree mm. well thank you so much for your time we've really enjoyed chatting and we hope to catch up with you again soon. Hi, well, I've got a new book coming out. I don't know when. <laughs> One <laughs> time. I will probably when I, when I know. <laughs> <laughs>